if it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could, like, go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue and Isaiah Moskahanna Bonsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz. Whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> he said, Mike says my tree looks angry. It looks like it's spiked. It does. It looks spiky. <clears throat> it's, a, it's a metal tree, man. That's us. Come on. We're rock guys. <laughs> Corey Taylor's going to come out and start screaming duality by slipping in the back <laughs> of my tree. Oh. Now, is that a real tree? Oh, God. Yeah. Exactly. There yeah, and fuck, I have a, fuck I, that I shit. Fuck that shit. What, fuck real trees? Yeah, fuck real trees. Fuck Jeez, that. Dude, what a waste start, of a you fucking start, life. You started this off bitchy. This is like, you know, I've had the same <laughs> fake tree I bought at Spags 20 years ago. <laughs> I, yeah, I take it out of the duffel is. bag. I drag it upstairs. I take it out of the duffel bag. I set it up. It looks beautiful every year. It's the yeah. same size. It doesn't shed. I don't have to sit there and water it and watch it slowly die and then burn it at the end of the, the holiday season or throw it out on the side of the curb to let it die even slower and let dogs pee on its corpse. Jeff, um, shoes having his man period. You'll have to excuse us. Yeah, but no, it's stuff that you're trying to avoid with the tree. That's what Christmas is all about. Fuck. Really? Yes. yes. Burning and, and dying slowly. The tree. And yes. Getting <laughs> micturated on. Jeff, Jeff no. aren't, you, aren't you so glad you agreed to come back on this mess? Are we live? Oh God, yes! Oh God, yes! Wait, did my camera freeze? No, no. We seem to have. I can get out of this. Yeah, I know. Just hit the button. I'm done with them. Having trouble with the internet here. (laughs) Damn Wi-Fi. 2020 sucks. Just gonna. What's up, Jeff? It's good to see you again, man. Thanks for joining us. My yeah. goodness. Yeah. Happy holidays. You sound like you need uh, you need some de-scrooging, Mike. No, Schiff. no, not at all. Yeah. I, I, I love Christmas and it's going to be the best one ever this year because much like Thanksgiving, I'm not going to have to go to my in-laws place. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's usually, you know, it's not a holiday unless somebody ends up crying. Right. Exactly. Right. right? But this Murder. year, and this is my wife's idea. And I was so, so very happy and glad that I married her when she brought it up. This is the first time, and I think around 30 years, I will not be traveling anywhere on Christmas Day. Perfect. I will not be getting into the car. I may not even leave the house or put on pants. Why would you? So it's going to be my wife, my daughter, and uh, and me, and we're just going to stay home. We're going to and your home. dog, your new dog, baby, yeah, and the dog, and we're just going to stay home, and we're going to order Chinese food, you know, like yes. the like like the Jews do for Hanukkah, you know. Yeah. So when Christmas comes, they go out for Chinese food, right? Yeah. So you know, we're going to be good Jews. We're going to order uh, Chinese food, and then we're going to hang out. And HBO Max has all the Godzilla movies. Oh my God! So we're going to start working our way through all the Godzilla movies. Hey, Mike. Going, yeah, Mike. I don't mean to play the race card, but isn't all food that you eat Chinese food? Oh. Ah, very good. If I cook it, technically <laughs> it could be Chinese. Yeah. Right. I'm, I. I. I, guess I, so. I, uh, I, I don't just know. Checking. Yeah. Just checking. Just a check. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> there's <laughs> our fucking. There's the promo for the show. Right. right. That's great. 
You know, this year has, has really made me realize, like, like you, Shu, I'm not going. It's a very different Christmas this year, and I'm kind of excited about it because there's oh, less running around. Going and nowhere. 2020 just made me realize that, you know what? The Grinch wasn't that bad. He just wanted to live alone with his dog. He just wanted you know? some quiet time. Just leave him alone. Right. Right. Leave me alone. With you. I'm totally, I'm totally into the Grinch. I, I love the holidays. I like the, the eating and the food. Yeah. Right. You know? And and getting together with people who don't hold anything, you know, like hold a grudge they've been holding for 20 years because someone may have said something to somebody else about something that doesn't <laughs> matter. And they're still bringing it up years later because they may or may not have called them fat in 1989. You know, I, I just I, so, I have a friend. No. We got to get Lucia back on the show because you need some fucking psychotherapy. No, some, no, someone touched very, you early. This is all very common stuff. You know, it's, it's no, but it's coming the, out of your mouth right now. It's, so it's you... the it's the in laws. They just you know they just don't know. They, it always has to be about the French Canadian. They're over emotional. They're just oh, you, that's uh, that's my <laughs> people. That's my right, people. You know Jeff Belanger, I, right? I'm, yeah, Belanger, Belanger yeah, today. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That's, oh, say no more, Mike. Passions. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So we, yeah. we can promote this as we have Jeffrey Belanger on the show mm -hmm. today. If we're going, yeah, if we're going the Quebecois, yeah. I actually <laughs> said when when we had you on this time last year on AAF, I actually, I think I said we're going to have Jeff Belanger on. Because, because you're a hockey it, fan. Exactly. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a Bruin named Ken Belanger. And yeah. that's From just when I see that, I say Belanger. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and Mike, she was like, yeah. I think it's Belanger. <laughs> I know I know what sports you listen to by how my name is pronounced. Right. Exactly. Right. And there's is it Patrick Roy or Patrick Roy? It's, it's Roy. All, the, all the French Josh knows is from hockey. No, oh, I get yeah. it. So uh, there was a, a pretty famous shortstop for the uh, Baltimore Orioles named uh, Mark Belanger. And um, uh, yeah. he was from Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And no way! Right on. Yeah, he was uh, he was big in like the seventies and eighties, and then was in the players' union. So yeah, that was a I'm told like a distant cousin, but yeah, Belanger. And but if he played hockey, he would have been Belanger. Belanger. Yeah. We had you on. We had you on back around um, Halloween because you were yeah. telling us all the cool stories and things around Halloween. And you said, okay, you guys want to be pussies and start with ha Halloween because. Christmas is really the holiday that's scary as shit. Total, and I stand by that 100%. And you're back. <laughs> and I'm back. Yeah, so, and, and Mike has the right to be cranky because, so Halloween is just ghosts, right? Ghosts aren't going to hurt you. It might be a little scary, but Christmas could literally kill you. There are mm. monsters that are out to kill, kill, lethal. Like that tree. Look at that like tree. Die. Right. Yeah. In law. Tell us about this stuff. What, you you like got some serious history with this. Oh. Oh, yes. How is your Krampus knocked? I well, I don't mean to ruin the surprise, but I did survive my Krampus knocked. Oh, good. On, on December fifth. So, uh, quick setup: December sixth, the world over is Saint Nicholas Day. That's the day in Europe that Saint Nicholas brings the presents. Uh, December fifth, though, that belongs to Krampus. Krampus is from German folklore. He's covered in fur. He's got hooves for feet. He's got horns and a long forked tongue. He carries a basket on his back. He's covered in chains. And he comes around on the fifth and he snatches up all the naughty children all over the world, carries them back to his mountain lair, kills them, cooks them and eats them. So they're dead. All the naughty <laughs> children die mm -hmm. on December 5th. Dead, dead, mm -hmm. dead. Mm. That's it. And then We're December 6th. Yeah, that's right. You survived. So you're like, you're probably thinking like, I'm safe. I made it past the fifth. 
two problems. There will be another December 5th next year. And Krampus is just one of the lethal monsters you have to worry about. You just survived one. Don't get too cocky. Isn't there, uh, isn't there one from Iceland who also takes the kids and, and puts them into a stew? The Grilla. The Grilla. Uh, the grilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Krampus, you can survive Krampus by just being a good kid. But Grilla, she doesn't discriminate. Good kid, bad kid, they all taste the same to her. <laughs> so she's up in the mountains. She comes down. She's got 40 tails. She's like a half troll from the Icelandic mountains. And she comes down on Christmas Eve to cut open the bellies of kids, of kids who cry out for meat. So God help you if you're crying out for meat. For uh, meat, huh? Meat on so Christmas if you're, Eve. So if you're a vegetarian child, you're, you're safe. Be okay. you're safer, safer. Much safer. I was going to say, yeah. not, not totally safe, but a little safe. Lo further down the list of murder. Yes. Yeah. So and far, all of this sounds like Christmas on Shroot Farms. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dwight would totally dig this. So guess what? Dwight actually did dig this because on one episode of The Office, Dwight dressed up as the Belschnickel. Did. I love it the did. Bell Nickel. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. The, so if Krampus is too much for you and your family, you don't want to like, you know, put your little five-year-olds in bed and go, listen, if you survive the night, if Krampus doesn't come <laughs> and kill you, little Johnny or little whoever, right? Like if, if you somehow survive the night, then yay. So, but Belschnickel is like Krampus, like Belschnickel doesn't kill you, but he could show up a couple of weeks before Christmas anytime covered in fur because it means nicholas and furs soot all over his face and what he does is he's got a, a bunch of sticks in his hands and like this year like i could be the belschnickel of our community and i might come to your house and i'd say are there any naughty kids and you'd say well little mike shoe here has been a real bastard this year oh and yeah he is take mike to the backyard <laughs> i would tie him to a tree and i would beat his ass with those sticks and, and then Mike can get right in time. Can for we Christmas. pay you? Can we pay you to do this? No, no, it's free. There's no charge. No charge for this. Well, because I usually have to pay for that kind of service. No, no, I, I really like it. No. I, I do it for the joy. Now, oh did this did, did this actually happen? Like, did yeah. somebody go through? A, like, where does the Belschnickel? Is that another German thing? Because these things all seem to be like German Central Angry Europe. Angry Germans. This yeah. is what happens when Germans are in charge of a holiday. I mean, right? right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, ta and take LSD, clearly. 40 tails? What are we doing? Since <laughs> Yeah. No, and, but I'll tell you what, though. Uh, it was a few years ago, I was my, my PBS series, we found out about this historic home in Niantic, Connecticut called the Smith-Harris House. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And, and the guy, you had a guy play the Belschnickel. Well, he does it there every... They don't bring in St. Nicholas at Christmas. They bring in Belschnickel. And I'm like, oh this God. is awesome. Does so we... The children? I, that was the very first question I asked yeah, and because yeah. uh, I'm like, well, and, and sadly, no, you can't. I guess if you bring your kids to this historic museum, they don't beat your kids for you. Even so, if you uh, sign a waiver saying, feel free to beat my child. He's been a complete ass. That could be a year. You know what? I'm going to call them because that's a fundraising idea that could right. eclipse like the your mass, kids. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Hashtag I take pay, my kids. I yeah. paid like maybe a couple hundred bucks. Think, if it goes make, to the museum. Yeah, sure. Oh, or my, just send them to Catholic school, you know. And then, yeah. yeah, either right. way, either yeah, way, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just no. hire a priest, Belschnickel, and Sister Mary. Like, right. what are we? 
yeah. where are we going? I think it's genius. I think it's genius. Was there like a real, like, does this come from like a real thing that happened? Was there like a dwarf that walked around some village somewhere and beat the kids that the parents said, come in here and beat my child. It's Christmas. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Full size adult, Mike. Full size adults did this. (laughs) So uh, yeah, yeah, no, of course. And, and, and the thing was, it was each community. Well, Belschnickel, especially Belschnickel is not as like uh, folkloric or mythological as like Krampus. Belschnickel was like literally in your village, Mike, it could be your turn this year. Oh, that would be so awesome. Yeah. Mike's village of Worcester. I'd love that. That's right. (laughs) Not that I want to beat any children, but there are some kids, you know. Yeah. Remember when you threw a snowball in that car? Yeah, you little uh, fuck. They're riding their bikes through an intersection and in traffic, you know, and you're just like, I'm just going to hit them. There's Mike yeah. in the fur coat and the sticks and traffic right. with the kids and bikes just whipping them. Yeah, That's no, it's he, he dressed like a homeless guy. Like he wore a fur coat, but it was like covered in shit, right? Well, no, it's just a patchwork of, of fur is, oh, okay. is basically the uh yeah. We have the, pictures of these things. Can yeah, we yeah, yeah. Com- coming right up, coming right oh up. Oh my god, Josh made you a co uh host on this thing because he said <laughs> right. he comes prepared with pictures and things. <laughs> I, actually, I think I forgot to do that. Hold on. Okay. That was shocking. Uh, okay, right. there, there we go. All right, here we go. Busy so, wearing uh, your pajamas. It's not. This is. They look like what pajamas. the hell is that? Okay, so, this? so oh, there's here we go. So, so there's the Belschnickel, right. and and then uh, yeah. So and then he, he was looks in, pissed. Depicted he looks it high. <laughs> he does yeah. it. Maybe he looks like he's smiling. So those are the sticks he beats your kids with. Yeah, and then and look at the, uh, this is my favorite postcard ever. Like instead of Christmas cards, I send this. Oh, oh yeah! Oh God. look at that! His feet are oh, touching the ground. Yeah, he is beating the shit out of that child. Yeah. you know what? He kind of looks like Santa. He does. He's he's like he's like a, a Santa with an anger problem. Yeah. Well, he's got a red nose because he's shit faced. He's like, I've been building toys for the last eleven months. Don't talk back <laughs> to me, you little fuck. <laughs> Who the what is yeah. that? Is that from the PBS special? That's D- Dwight Schrute. That's the office. oh, that is oh That's my Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, yeah, son. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, god. So awesome. look at him yeah he Dude, looks like ted is... nugent circa 1977 yeah there's something in there <laughs> like the intensities in 10 cities tour <laughs> oh my god look at that belt yeah i know yeah. right Dude fucking rocked. Dude, that is a serious reference. And only a show like The Office would yank that reference. That is quality. Yeah, that's right. I think I've seen him on Boston Common. I love that by, picture. That yeah. could be my next tattoo, that kid being tied to the tree like that. <laughs> I'll send I it got, to you. I got a Krampus right here. I got my Krampus right here. Yeah, love that. Okay, I love that. I could put, I could put the Belschnickel beating a child under yeah. that. yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. It, so the thing is, like, so all this stuff was was pushed into the background around 1931, uh, yeah. specifically. All these monsters, all the dark, scary stuff was pushed back because America was in a depression. And the whole world was, an economic depression. And in 1931, the Coca-Cola company said, let's make Santa sell Coke. And it was a huge, huge marketing campaign. Can you say that again? Well, that's going to be our promo. <laughs> let's make Santa sell Coke. And then Boom. Coca-Cola. Right. Then, I have to clarify, otherwise you just said Santa sells cocaine. Also, I think in 1931, Germany kind of just took a, a different path a little bit too. So Right. So yeah. so there it is. Oh, right? yeah, look so, at that. Yeah. It's, so what happened was it worked, right? Uh, the only way to get out of an economic depression or recession is to spend money. That's it. There's no other right. way. And so uh, it worked for Coca-Cola. And by the following year, all kinds of other businesses were like, wait a minute, Coca-Cola doesn't own Santa. We could use Santa. And Macy's and all these companies uh, said, let's use Santa to sell stuff. And then they, they realized they could get into the black 
through Christmas. They turned it into a total consumer holiday. All the monsters got pushed to the back and suddenly uh, it was just about like a lot of pressure, right? And a lot of spending and a lot of like, it's just joy and love and happiness, but that's not the complete picture of the holiday at all. We need those monsters. And what I love is that they're coming back. And the proof is like, look, I know we're talking about them today. Dwight Schrute was Belschnickel on The Office. Krampus had his own movie, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, like they're coming back. Popular culture is a reflection of us, not the other way. And we so, need to push this out there in every direction. I mean, nothing wrong with Santa. He's a good egg, but you know what? Take a couple of years off. Bring the Belschnickel out. Yeah, I'm all for bringing <laughs> the Belschnickel out. Absolutely. I'm in. Every town, every town should have a lottery. I notice when, I notice when you, you go into CVS to buy, you know, the, like this stupid hat that I'm wearing. I don't see any Belschnickel outfits. Right. There needs to be like a Belschnickel store or somewhere like a where fur, I can. A fur vest and a huge belt. <laughs> right. And I just want that group no. of sticks to buy. It's right. like, how come I can't buy that when I buy this stupid yeah. hat that I'm wearing? You know, so all the, the, the Krampus <clears throat> and the Belschnickel and to, to, to some degree Santa. Yeah. You know, and then you look at like Elf on the Shelf and stuff. This was all either either it was real like the belschnickel or it was made up to control people right or scare the shit out of them well, so no okay so you got to remember this whole holiday is centered on the winter solstice that's what it's all about the solstice it's the scariest time of the year when you live in northern climates right you wonder is the sun even going to come back if you live far enough north the sun doesn't even right. come up anymore right it's right. gone and you're scared you're scared. Like, do I have enough food to survive the winter? Do I have enough meat? Do, will my roof hold up to the snow? Like, it's a frightening time of year. And so this, these, when we are pushed into a corner out of raw fear, we go in one of two directions, right? We either cower in the corner and pray for deliverance, or quite often we go the other way and we party. We party hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's how this was right. born, right? Saturnalia. Yule, right? Like Christmas, like it was, it was a party because like, if we bond, if goodwill toward men, we, we give each other gifts, even if we don't like each other that much, Mike would give each other gifts. Cause I know <laughs> if my roof collapses, I might be like, Hey, shoot, right. can I stay with you this yeah. winter? My roof yeah. collapsed. <laughs> or even, or even it's like, Hey, we're going to get, we're going to drink now because you know, I might not make it through the winter. Like we right. forget long ago, winter meant that some people weren't going to make it to spring. Exactly. Right. Like, guaranteed. You're like yeah. the pilgrims, yeah. you know, winter, winter sets in, they know they're going to lose like a couple dozen people. That's exactly right. And definitely yeah. one child, at least. <laughs> <laughs> at one least. One kid gets beat to death up against a tree. Right. <laughs> Ooh, a little too much with the bell snickle. And so, so think about it though. Right? Shocking. <laughs> little too. So, so if you, so in Iceland, especially, right. So if you get caught in a snowstorm, you could die hundreds of years yeah. ago. Like you could die today if you get caught right. in a snowstorm. But the, if you get caught in a snowstorm in the mountains where the Grilla lives, like that is lethal. And so these stories, they, you, of course, you teach your children, oh, in the mountains, that's where this monster lives that will cut your belly open and eat you. Jesus you, Christ. You don't want your kids wandering in the mountains, especially in winter. It right. could save their lives. If you are petrified of this place that's dangerous anyway. Uh, then, then there's a chance to keep your children safe. These monsters all serve a role. They all have a purpose. They all speak to something. And shoot, Krampus, he goes back thousands of years. I mean, come on, like Pan, the the half man, mm, half yeah, right. goat, like it's yep. uh, which turned into the the devil character, which turned into Krampus. Like he's been around for thousands of years, just under different names and purposes. But we need that that you know we get the word panic from Pan. We the we need the monster. 
we need the darkness to balance this stuff out. It's just oh, the boogeyman. It it's any, any, anything of the boogeyman theory with a kid. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, you don't want to sleep with the light out because the boogeyman will get you. But the coal in the stocking just isn't cutting it anymore. So we got to put the monsters <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, that it, was the Belschnickel too. He, he, he was yeah. the guy that handed out coal, right? Sure. And, and his face was covered in coal. Like he was covered in soot uh, and yeah. things like that. So he was uh, basically but, like a homeless guy beating your kids with a stick. Right. Kind of like. Much. Now, same thing. In wasting right. fossil fuels. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So these things originated from Worcester, actually. A homeless guy just kicking the shit out of you with sticks. Right, he's I, on the corner of Chandler and Park, and he's like, is the child been good this year? Give me $2, <laughs> I'll beat that kid for you, you know? It's a deal. And he, I think you think it deal. came from Worcester, or do we go deeper into Springfield, Mass? <laughs> oh. More like a Springfield character. Yeah, Springfield's got some areas. Yeah. So, Jeff, Iceland also... I remember, I think when you were on AAF talking about this with us, wasn't there one that like punished the children for not having clean clothes? Oh, that would be the Yule cat. Yeah, right. it was a cat. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 And so that's not just the children, by the way, that is uh, anybody. So in, in Iceland, the Yule cat comes, you're expected to work hard all year so you can afford new clothes for your friends and family and for yourself. And you lay them out as an offering to the Yule cat. And on Christmas day, if you don't have new clothes, the Yule cat turns lethal and kills you. What? Yeah. yeah. Did, did the Yule cat work clothes. for fucking uh, Tide? Yeah. You don't <laughs> have much. new clothes. The Yule yeah. cat was a lobbyist for the textile industry. Jesus yeah. Christ. Was it an actual cat? Well, it's it's this, you know, come on, it's it's a story. But at the same time, it's a story that helps the Icelandic economy. Right. So, right. yes, you we buy need more to, clothes and keep them clean. You have to spend money. <laughs> you have to spend money at, at this holiday or or else. And uh, it's just a, another reminder. Work hard, buy clothes, you know, keep your and, and, and you're going to need warm clothes for the winter anyway. So, right. you, know, you, you know, this. This makes sense because, you know, you're a kid at Christmas and you open a present and it's like, hey, I got socks. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, right. socks. It's like, good thing you got socks, man, or that cat's going to kill you. you well, know? not only the old that. cat's going to rip your right. toes yeah. off. Yeah. You got to be saved happy. your life. Oh, I got underwear. Wow, yeah. that sucks. No, it doesn't. You're going to live. You're going to live because you have clean underwear. Why did you get daddy to tie? Because he wants to fucking hang himself. Right. <laughs> daddy doesn't have a job. <laughs> okay, Corona listen, took daddy's job. You guys may not know that this thing exists. And this year it did not because of coronavirus. But next year, if the world is back to some semblance of normal, you all need to do a live podcast, run, don't walk to the New England Krampus Society's Krampus Ball. Yes. I, me I remember seeing that on that yes. episode. Yeah. yeah oh my a, God. I would do that in a show, minute. Man. You ready? You want pictures? Do you want to see it? <laughs> yeah. So, that'd be awesome. All right. So, uh, we got so they they put on this thing every year, and I got to go to the one in Providence, and everybody was dressed as Krampus, right? It was amazing. Look at my God, look at oh, you! Wow. My sweater is amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> so these people put a lot of effort into their Krampus. Costume. It looks like Mike's shoe. Look at Jesus! Look at oh my God! Yeah, He's... right. So wait, we should have been able to do this because they're all wearing masks. This actually looks like a meeting in the basement of the White House, <laughs> right? <It's> the Illuminati <laughs> meeting. Trump is murdering kids that don't Illuminati. pay their taxes. Look, the Pope is there. Right. Nope. You know, all the Illuminati. That's Saint oh Nicholas. God, what is that's Saint Nicholas? They oh, work. Okay. Look at oh they my work. God. Together. Yeah. Is that and, and the Krampus. Yeah, Krampus and Saint yeah. Nicholas. They work together. Okay, oh ready for the, the best part? You guys ready for let me just yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm gonna seal this thing now. 
you know what else showed up? We were there, we were filming, we we're hanging out with all these Krampuses and stuff. And then <laughs> someone brought in, no joke, a live goat. What the oh, fuck? God. Oh, look at that. Is that yeah. that couple's goat? I don't know. It's just, I, you know, but I look know- Look at that woman's tattoos. She is a freak. Now, I'm guessing face. that was sacrificed? No, look <laughs> at the goat. no, Josh, look at the goat's face. That goat is tired of being fucked by that guy. Oh my God. <laughs> Look at the goat's face. He's like, please help me. Just yeah. kill me. Greek. A cry for help. And I just was Turn like, oh, hold mud. still. Let me let me click that right. picture. That's good. Hold, oh hold my that. God. Oh, this is this is she's so got some great. sick pagan ink right on her chest Look there. Her, wow. Man. Yeah. So what are you guys doing next Christmas? You're going to the Krampus. I'm going park. to this thing. You're going to the oh Krampus. My God. Yeah. I'm getting oh a God. leather zipper mask and I'm gonna go. Why don't to the why don't we park. do this show from there and you co-host with us? I'm, if you're I'm available. In. Awesome. I'm in. I'm in. I, it, it was actually, it was a great time. And these people love this stuff. It's just, uh, it, so my point is though, like, we love the dark side of things. We, we can't right. help it. And, and right. we like, you know, at Halloween, you dress up as the things you fear, you know, and, and at Christmas. A dirty nurse? Yeah. And that I, I have that costume. Not afraid of that. No, that's not, not afraid weird. of it because you can't find a vein. I'll be afraid of it for $200. <laughs> Absolutely. But how much to fuck the goat? <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Jeff. <laughs> My price or your price? <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal, Isaiah. You know, I get the perks. Community, you know, I get, I get the perks. You know, another amazing promo for Breaking the Ice podcast. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You're just rolling them out, kid. We don't have to do God, any work. It's all I, you. I didn't think my career would end today, but it, you know, good a day. It's is not going to end. It's going it, to. It's already big. It's just Something expanding. Yeah, bigger's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan's gonna call you next. Going, what? What's the goat thing? What's what are we doing? Goat? Yeah, the goat. I love it. <laughs> Did you say that was downstairs at the White House? Who said that? <laughs> That's what they'll fucking hear. Use that as the promo. We'll be all done. Yeah. Now Hillary Clinton's involved, and then it's just a whole thing. I think she was. Was that Hillary with the pit? I knew it. Fucking email slut. I wish. <laughs> So basically, that's all. That's can, all we do with politics is just a couple of things where we call yeah. one another ass hats and then we're done. Sure. <laughs> you know the, the the fear hasn't gone out of Christmas this nope. year. Now it's now it's totally like a fear of, you know, not getting the right gift. Yep. Right. Or so the fear of not or the fear of getting missing, Corona when you go to CVS and everybody's or, acting fucking right. stupid just to or, buy one of these or fear just of just experience out. that. On, on the company Christmas party or something like that. That's the good part about it. There, there are no company Christmas parties this year, and those things are fucking awful. They are awful. That That awful. is definitely a, a plus this year. But awful. I think so. When? there's so much pressure on this day. We have sold it as like it's got to be perfect from morning till night, and everything's got to yeah. be great. Families in town, that's stressful. Your kids are like, I didn't want <sighs> socks. And they're like, oh, no, and now I'm sad. And why am I sad? I shouldn't be sad. And it's just – but when you invite these monsters back into your lives, it's a reminder – Hey, it keeps people sense. in check. Totally. I oh agree. my God. I that's love what I'm this saying. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, elf on the shelf. That's the Tompton from Sweden, right? Like it's, it's that thing's been around forever. And, and Krampus. that thing's creepy. That yeah. shit's creepy. It's, uh, and you move it around. Like what the oh, wait, fuck that's you... so yeah, that thing. So the, the Swedish one, Is that it? that's the Tompton. That's the original. Now, doesn't he eat kids oh or, or something or skin them? <laughs> You are all about eating kids, Mike Shue, and I have No, concerns. I'm not. It's the no. Icelandic and I, the Germans. Listen. They're all about eating the children. I'm just, it seems to be a common theme that the children get put into some kind of- Slice them open. It was, it was you know? all of this bullshit was to keep the kids, to get the kids to behave themselves. And right? Gretel, you know? Stay out of the woods, stop eating meat, shut the fuck up and put some clothes on. It's cold. So Josh kind of nailed it. It's the, the, the Grim Tales are, are, if you read the original Brothers Grim Tales, 
Cinderella, it, the stepsisters, you know, in the, in the Disney movie, they try to wedge their foot into the glass slipper. In yep. the original Brothers Grimm version, one stepsister cuts her toes off and fills the glass slipper with blood, trying to squeeze into it. The other cuts her heel off, also filling it with blood. Like, that's the originals. And we just- Oh my God, that's, that's prophecy right there. Because people are literally doing that to themselves today to fit into things. That's right. Seriously, yeah. they're spending thousands of dollars either making things bigger or smaller to fit into certain things. Right. And think, think about this. So back then, if you read that story 150 <clears throat> years ago and you read about a, a girl cutting her toes off to try to get the glass <clears throat> slipper to try to get the guy, you're like, that's insanity. insanity. When you watch the Disney version and mm -hmm. you just see them trying to squeeze it in, it's not nearly as, as mm -hmm. like, you're like, it doesn't have the impact. And it softened so, it up. <laughs> yeah, Grim knew. Grim knew it's got to be brutal. It's got to be lethal. You, that's going to get your attention. And and kids can actually handle it. I, I'm a big believer that we need these monsters for our kids. Like, I mean, it's it's literally, I, I truly believe that in my hearts of hearts. Like, you bring these monsters back because they need to know there's dark, scary things out there. Uh, you're safe inside. You're safe with mom and dad. But it's it can be very scary. And I'm not saying, like, you know, totally... Uh, you know, put our kids into a place where, where they're going to need therapy forever. I mean, they're going to need that anyway, but yeah. you know, like, like quarantine from uh, the coronavirus, everyone's right, all fucked yeah. up from it. Yeah. Learning. Yeah. We've Jesus been left Christ. alone with our thoughts too right. long. I need to go outside. Yeah. And that's what I would absolutely was. do that. If we, if this it, commit, you'll do it. You'll do the show with us and we'll go to that ball. That would be amazing. Totally. Oh, I would like, oh it, it was so much fun. Like I would go if anyway, like it was, and it was in Providence. Last year, uh, two years ago, it was in Providence. It's usually around Providence, but yeah. It's, around. Yeah, it's well, wherever they can get a venue. And it's uh, it's it's a great group. And the effort they put into their their costumes and stuff. I mean, it's just, it's it's cosplay for Christmas. Like, what could be better, you know? Hey, Jeff, awesome. we were talking about trees earlier and real yes. tree, fake tree stuff. Were you, the, yeah. were you telling us last time when you were in AF last year that the strung popcorn that they put on trees comes from entrails that was me that was yes me. yeah uh, popcorn I, on wait, wait before before i answer that uh shoe are you talking to someone else that talks about this kind of crap like putting entrails on trees well because we sh I, I should hang out with that person yeah well i don't know it may have come up in conversation somewhere mike does <laughs> research big time before guests come on this show yeah. you know or, or something Fair like enough. that Fair but enough. i'm pretty sure i heard that from you first yeah you did yeah. so so the, the uh so the nordic people that celebrate yule they look out at the at the winter landscape and they see that winter kills everything. Another reason to be afraid, right? The, the grass is dead. The flowers are dead. The trees lose their trees. trees. The, the, they lose their leaves. They die. The, the lakes, the ponds, they freeze solid. They, everything is dead except the evergreen. The evergreen must be stronger than winter. So they cut those branches down. They put them over the doors, over the windows. So the prickly needles clearly imbibed with magic would keep out the bad spirits. The trees, they don't cut down. When they managed to get a kill like a deer or whatever, they would rip the entrails out and drape them around the tree as mm. this kind of offering. And that is that when we lay garland around our tree, I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? We're just- Oh my God, it looks like entrails. Mm. That's what I'm saying, cranberries. You look like Rick Grimes on the fucking Walking Dead episode <laughs> one when they had to walk through the crowd. Yes. Jesus yeah. Christ, this, this, you were, this you holiday blows Halloween away. You what I'm saying. If you're ha if you've got a real tree and it's not draped in entrails, then you're really not celebrating Christmas. Preach. So do you? Th so I should go outside. Let me just see if I get this right. You want me to go outside, cut up some kids? No, no, no. Just a deer. A okay. Yeah. 
Don't make it a deer. Do they have any deer in Marblehead? I'll find a cat. No, I get two upstairs. I can't hurt Chet and Speedy. Come on now. That's amazing. That's because my great grandfather, who was from Hungary, yep, would hang um, homemade sausages off his tree. Really? I think that's probably where that comes. I'm guessing that's where that comes yeah, from. It's an offering. Yeah, totally. It, you know, I would love not- that because you could just be like a little snack. Oh yeah, it was like the homemade smoke. Like a little, there were like mini kielbasas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. And he just, <clears> he could put all the crackers. He'd make them himself and he'd hang a few on the tree. And then, nice. yeah, like candy canes. Not a oh lot. Oh my but. God. So that's and then kind of America ruined it and we put candy canes on. I'm I know, sure really, it is. we could have no. had this savory. Candy canes must have a history, Jeff. Yeah. Is there any, is there any like strange murderous history? Because it's got, it's got like, it's got red going through it. <laughs> if, if Let's you're make asking, something up now. <laughs> if you're asking the, the Catholic boy, Jeff, uh, the, the priest used to tell us it was the staff of Jesus and the, yeah, the blood right, of Christ the and the red in your mouth. Is that I'm while they were beating and fucking the kids that too? too much? Yeah. <laughs> little, I think, I think that's the line killing kids fine, but, uh, yeah, no. So yeah, I mean, wow. uh, yeah. Candy canes became more of like a religious symbol, but the funny thing is like this holiday, like Jesus has so little to do with Christmas. It's insane. Right. He, he got Corona. He's out. I can promise you he wasn't born December 25th. And that's only if you believe the Bible, right? I mean, the Bible says when he was born, shepherds were living out in the fields with their flock by night. And there's three seasons of the year. They do that in Bethlehem, spring, summer, and fall. The only one you can rule out is winter. Um, So it's, but that's fine. I mean, we don't have to, I'm not even, I'm not disparaging Christianity or anything like that. I'm just saying. That's okay. A little bit. So uh, they all made up. You're just debunking Christmas. That's you birth are of Christ. all full no of shit. Deal. Go with the guy with the sticks. No right. big deal. A little bit. A little you just belschnickled the Christmas legend. That's a all. little, a little. So, so they're trying to compete with like Saturnalia and Yule and these huge pagan festivals. They needed something to sanctify it. And so, uh, and by the way, Jesus was born a commoner. You don't keep track of commoners' birthdays, but when they, the Roman emperor was trying to sell Jesus to the masses under one religion, he had to be a king, a king of kings. And so mm. he added two days of partying to Saturnalia. You get your 17th to the 23rd, 24th Christmas Eve, 25th Christmas Day. Now you have eight days to party. And that's something that the Romans could get on board with. You know what, Isaiah? You should take a lesson from that. That is called genius marketing. I like that. Right there. Right. I like yeah. it. That is excellent marketing. Oh, my brain's cranking. I'm going to start lying right. to people about everything. They wouldn't know the difference. You could add two days to like the 4th of July or something like that. Right. If you can add some more days onto another <clears throat> Memorial Day weekend, it's a week now. Bucket. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. extend it like they did. That's that's fantastic. Hey, listen, look, everything you've said, it was everybody's ploy to get attention, whether the pagans were doing it over here. And then, you know, back in 1931, you said that, you know, Coca-Cola used Santa. I think I think the commercialization of Christmas has won the battle. I'm a big fan of bringing back these characters you're talking about. Isaiah won the battle, not the war, right? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm yes. saying. And, and and these creatures are making a comeback. And I just, so uh, shoot, you guys all have Netflix, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, this just came out. Look at me screen sharing. So I love this shit. This is good. This is like a lesson right here. <laughs> Christmas Chronicles oh, 2 yeah. came out like two, three weeks ago, right on okay. Netflix. The first one. The first one was great. The, the, the villain of Christmas Chronicle 2. The villain is this kid called Belschnickel <gasps> and the oh, cat yeah, right. called Yule Cat. No, no. way. Wait, I mean, wait. is that Belschnickel in the leather vest and hoodie? Yes, correct. Oh, that Belschnickel is awesome. That Belschnickel is like every WAF P1 yes, right there. Totally, totally. 
That kid lives in Gardner and loves AM. Yes, he does, right? <laughs> <laughs> that totally lives in Gardner. Right? Uh, that's probably Dude, true. Which one are you, Snickle. Mike Shoe? Are you Mike Shoe? <laughs> are you Shoe? You don't play enough Pantera, dick. <laughs> which one are you, fucking Diane? I'm going to beat you Danielle. with several sticks. <laughs> Auburn, you either live you in never Gardner get or Auburn. <laughs> oh my god so i didn't see the first one what was the first one was that was that good actually the first yeah. one had a reference to ghost adventures in it which was really funny um uh, okay because that's that's my day wow. job if i could plug nice my time yeah, i love the first plug one. anything kurt russell's, kurt russell's a great santa yeah totally you know what, actually he's not even santa you know who he is he's jack burton from big trouble in little china dressed yeah. up like santa yeah he is. Like, it's like the sleigh is his pork chop express you know, and he's totally got that whole like John Wayne kind of tough guy thing going. And Big Santa is sick and tired of hearing what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Right, exactly. <laughs> Going to give that miracle speech every Christmas. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh my God, that's a great movie. Oh, Jeff, I, that, what is your, what? Is, we know what your day job is, but what is your day job? So I'm the writer and researcher for Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. So um, right. I've been doing that for 12 years, which is crazy. But congrats. Um, yeah, no, thanks. We just got renewed another year. And so, and I, I write books and stuff like that. Between everything, it's a living. Um, but yeah, so in the first Christmas Chronicles, there was a reference to ghost adventures when they were leaving out uh, flour on the ground to try to catch the footprints of Santa Claus. And it was like, oh a, my God. like a little ghost hunt thing. It was kind of cool. It's kind of neat to be like, hey, I, I, I work on that show. That's my yeah, job. So. That's, awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. And uh, the, your calendar was kind of a, a savior in the early days of the pandemic for my family and I, because it gave us some destinations for long, socially distanced driving to find some of the places that are featured in your calendar. Oh, shucks. Thanks, every Mike. year. So, oh, shucks. You should have sent them. Didn't one see any free. ghosts or any, any <laughs> goblins or anything, but we had fun, you know, doing the road trips and going yeah. and taking lots of pictures and stuff. So, to me, that's yeah. what it's about. Like, I, I really think these, these stories like beg to be explored, however you want right. to explore them, whether it's like through your own research or going out in the town or, or going to some festival in Providence, whatever it is, like, you got to ask these questions and celebrate the whole picture, right? The whole, like, don't just look at like the Hallmark version. You know, look at the look at Jeff's version too. It's, right. it's like right. you know, come on, man. Let's let's get the complete picture. It, it means something, you know. So when I, think, I, I think when we I, had you, we I think we had you on, and then afterwards, my wife and I, because you know, it's like this whole time you, you travel, travel in your own town, right? So sure. we did we did some cool things uh, in the town I live, and we went to like the Lee Mansion. We we did a cemetery tour with somebody from the uh, the local museum. I mean, these people just know their shit and they can tell some amazing, I mean, Marblehead is a really old town that has some, you know, nautical history and war history. And you just don't think about it. It's like living around and near Boston. How, how much time do we spend flying all these other places, right? It's like spend the time and go into like the Bell and Hand restaurant, you know? I mean, that's like the oldest restaurant in the country. Right. And it's right there at Faneuil Hall. And I never thought to go in, but it's like, you know, go and, and visit things in your own backyard and learn the history. It's really, we did that. We took your advice after you were on the show last time and really learned some cool stuff. I had I no idea saw, anyone um, was listening to me. I once saw two college girls outside of the bell in hand. Uh, one was riding the other like a donkey. Oh, that makes that sense. wasn't scary though. It was actually kind of funny. Now but I love going down there in the, the restaurant right next to it, the point, and just feeling like, you know, you're, you're drinking where Ben Franklin could have drank. And right. then you see that. You know, yes, and then you see that and you're like, well, just adding to the history. That's right. And by the way, Ben Franklin would have been into that. 
Oh, Le- legit. No, no <laughs> joke. Like he was into some freaky stuff, man. He we got a story. I think I think Ben Franklin was like the Rick James of his time. Oh, no, did you doubt. do some story. You were going to say you did some stories we, on him, Jeff. We did a story in England where uh, there were these these Hellfire caves where they were the Hellfire Club met, and they they were oh, doing the Hellfire st- Club, yes, stuff that like shouldn't you know you would that would make the scandalous news today. And Ben Franklin was a known guest, and like the wow. stuff that went on, it was like naked orgies, like that's what was going down. And Why if not? you and Ben Franklin is not a sexy man if you look at any depiction of him, right? <laughs> But I just picture him being like, I'm just a That's pimp, why he was right? A freak. He's like, you know, I'm Ben you know Franklin. Jeff, it looks I like a lunch it, lady. It's like nude. It's like nude beaches and nudist resorts and things like that. It's not the supermodels or, you know, the underwear models that are populating those things. It's no. it's the people you see sniffing the gourd in the supermarket <laughs> aisle. You know, you're like, okay, touching the fucking touching the pair is a little long. It's it's not the playmates. It's like it's people that look like Ben Franklin, basically, that are going to be naked on that beach. (laughs) The playmates are at the Playboy Mansion. Let's right, they're they're getting naked for rich people. You know, yeah, yeah. The the regular nudists, they're you know, they got their towel and that's it. They don't want to leave a butt mark anywhere. And it's (laughs) Playboy Mansion's haunted. You know, is it go on? Okay, ready for this? I, I'm, I'm. This is bragging. This is bragging, straight up bragging. Warning. Remember the show Girls Next Door on the E yes. Channel? Yes. Oh yeah. Listen to us. Yes. Over here. Totally. <laughs> okay. oh my I God. mean, Are they coming back. Quiet, gentlemen. Quiet. Ready? Right. Here's what happened. Someone said, "Jeff, did you see the Halloween episode?" This was like 2006, and I went, "No, I don't typically watch that show." So then I watched it, and Bridget Marcourt, one of the blondes, which is they're all blonde, but anyway, right. <laughs> she's like. I really love the paranormal. I want to be a paranormal investigator. And she goes to her bookshelf and she pulls a book off the shelf right in front of the camera. And she goes, Encyclopedia of Haunted Places. That's oh, my book. I wrote that. Oh my it's God. Me. And so I was like, oh, right. So I, oh. I, I, wait, there's more. I jump on the interweb and I'm like, I find her and I email her and I'm like, I saw you had my book. Give me your address. I'll send you all of them. I'll send you all my books. She wrote back. And I'm like, Okay. And I mailed her all the books. And I said, if you ever, of course, need help investigating. Right. Yeah. Oh, I personal tour. Yeah, I, I see I, that I, you're I, dating a ghost. I'm yeah. a, a skeleton. <laughs> I, I happen to be a renowned expert in the field. Oh. And anyway, we've, we've kept in touch. She has a podcast. I was a guest on her podcast oh, no, a few she months has, ago. She was on my, awesome. she was on my speakeasy, just like you were Shu, you and Bridget yeah. Marcourt, except, you know, that was my favorite together, show though. in middle school. That's uh, wow! Thanks, <laughs> gross. That's really gross. Sorry. So that's my Playboy Mansion story. That's so awesome. That's, close, that's how close I got. I'm in there. Technically, I was sort. That's of. closer than like 98 percent of the people out there. Yeah, oh God! Pretty much. You have a book on the shelf. <laughs> that's right. all I got. But, but she I was like, the book. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh. Now speaking of uh, ghosts and Christmas and like the history of Boston, wasn't Boston the first place that uh, Charles Dickens? like read or did something with the Christmas Carol or like it was it, the first time. Oh yeah, was... that's right. Yeah. So Dickens, everything you know about Christmas and what it really should mean goes back to that story, goes back to a Christmas Carol, which was uh, 1847. He published it in Europe, but it never really made it to America. Dickens loved America, called Boston his second home, but refused to come here so long as slavery was legal because he once was right served on, dinner. He was served dinner in Maryland uh, by two slaves once. And he wrote that he was disgusted. He, he, he said, I'm now like, I feel like a party to this. And so uh, he, he refused to come back. The Civil War had just ended. 
it was 1867 and America was just torn apart, completely hurting. And he said, I, I mean, they need me. They need me and they need my story. Cause this, I mean, this guy was a rock star, right? I mean, especially in, in England and in Europe. And he came to the Parker house hotel in Boston and he practiced reading his book over and over. And he gave a performance early December at, at uh, in, in Boston. And, and it, it, I mean, this is the effect this story had 1867. He reads it in December. Uh, one of the guys in the audience owned a business, gave everyone the day off. You still had to go to work. You still had to go to school Christmas day back in 1867. And he decided to give all his employees the day off, gave them all turkeys. And three oh, years wow. later, uh, President U.S. Grant declared Christmas to be a, a federal holiday. It, as that story spread from Boston to New England to America. That's cool. And it just it had such an impact that it became a federal holiday. And like this Dickens vision of Christmas is actually, to me, the most perfect one because it's scary. There's ghosts, there's mm -hmm. stuff that haunt us. And there's the idea that we can be completely redeemed in one night if we face those, those fears, face those ghosts, the scary, scary shit from our past. And you can wake up and be completely changed. Even you, Mike Shu, even you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what was the thing about the mirror? I remember you talking about yeah. there was like some like haunted mirror in Boston from Charles Dickens or something. So that mirror is still on display uh, on the second floor. Oh, we're getting the, a visual, I feel. It's of the Omni Parker House Hotel. Oh, no shit. And uh, so, yeah, there it is. That's the mirror, right? Up, that's on the mezzanine level. And oh, um, like it's right out of the fucking shining. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Can't see oh the God. camera, can you? Can't see, like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Right? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. my God. Where are those two little girls? Come play with us forever. Yeah. So if there's a little one plaque. of the little girls was riding the other one like a donkey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, go, that it says mirror from the room at the Parker House Hotel occupied by Charles Dickens. And if you go downstairs at the Parker House Hotel, there's his old door. Oh my God. <laughs> there's some you. creep at his door. Well, which yeah. one is it? 138 or 139? That's right. <laughs> anyway. What do, you, what do you mean that's right? What it had two numbers? Well, it was a suite. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Jesus. Yeah. I thought there was some kind of multi-dimensional story going on there. There's a so fucking yeah, Nar Narnia scene. You go in there and just fucking <laughs> off to the Narnia. So that's the mirror. They say you can still catch a glimpse of Charles Dickens reading A Christmas Carol in the reflection of the mirror. I stared for quite a while. I didn't see anything, but, you know. Uh, but it is did you take that picture? No, my buddy Frank Grace, who did the calendar, uh, Mike Shu, that you've oh, got, okay. uh, he took it and he photoshopped himself out. He's an amazing oh, okay. photographer. He's, he's the man. So that was one of his shots. Yeah, nice. that's the haunted mirror at the Parker House Hotel. Dude, wow. this is awesome. This completely blows yeah. Halloween away. Okay, wait. I'm gonna. I got one more. How are we doing with time? Because there's one I've been saving. Because do it. Yeah, it's the grossest one. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. You saved the best for last. All <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, in France, in France, there's a figure called Père Futar, uh, that means Father Whipper. Go ahead, oh, make the jokes. Yeah, I know. Jesus. These are layups now, you guys. These are just Here like, we, go Father ahead. Father Whipper. Father Whipper. Hashtag that in the post. Chalk <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So Father wow. Whipper, the backstory, though, is this most gruesome of them all. There was a butcher in a little village in France. And one day he's running low on meat. And he sees three children playing outside. He snatches the children up. He slits their throat and cuts them into steaks. Oh, what the God. fuck? He puts the steaks out in salt baths for sale in his butcher shop. 
St. Nicholas walks in because it's that close to Christmas, sees the stakes and knows immediately that that's human. Those are children. Like children. What the fuck does he know? Because he's St. Nicholas. God. <laughs> this is why you don't get presents, Isaiah. <laughs> I put the tree up at everything. Not enough. So St. Nicholas sees the meat and through the magic of St. Nicholas and of Christmas, he reconstitutes the children back together again. They're going to be okay. They'll need therapy the rest of their lives, but they're going to live. <laughs> they're yeah. back, but now yeah. they're pissed. They're back. Then <laughs> he looks at the butcher. St. Nicholas looks at the butcher and says, look, from now on, uh, you will no longer be the Christmas cannibal. No more killing and eating children. From now on, you will become Father Whipper and you will serve me. <laughs> And you will beat the naughty children uh, oh that, that I tell you to beat. And so from there on, he becomes Father Whipper. And he's also depicted in postcards around France. Uh, oh, nobody liked their kids back in the day, huh? Yeah, really? The kids Jesus. Are... I mean, Whatever. this is full-blown torture for children, all of it's these stories. Being a kid. Look at that. <laughs> and that was so long ago, he was only 35 in that picture. Yeah, right? Oh that was God. Yeah. Oh, Look at that picture on the left. That kid just looks like the kid's just covering his face. Like, don't hit me. Don't hit me, right. daddy. That's right. oh, that <laughs> that looks fucking awful. That's what Christmas is all about right there. You're right. welcome. You can't, you can't, I think this is great. You can't even begin to talk about, like, you can talk about it, but imagine if this stuff was being pushed out in the world starting now, the, the way the world's so fucking soft. You can't even spank your kids, let alone whip the shit oh, out of them. God, are you kidding me? <laughs> But that, I don't even know but, what group that's called, but some fuck somewhere would cancel all of it. Look at that. It's like but that's why we have cancel culture, because people are offended by. I mean, if you were getting hit in the face by that whip, you wouldn't be like that word really hurts my face. A whip hurts your face. Listen, I mean, I, my, one one time one time at the dinner table, I fucking said one thing. I just did. And my mother cocked back one whap. Oh, oh, I stopped doing that quickly. I landed my ass on the floor. And food ever she's pick up the food and go to your room and guess what i i think i laughed at her or something like that she's like really whack and i was like okay i'm never doing that again it sounds like there's some kind of vegetarian conspiracy in some of these legends <laughs> you know or the whatever the thing that was the that if you, if you wanted meat it would kill you and then this yeah. butcher guy who was just trying to make some steaks out of kids and now he's he's got to wear foofy clothing and and you and better you keep your damn clothes clean or we're going to kill you. These stories yeah, came from you know, Peter. It just seems like there's some kind of anti-meat bias. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, don't shoot the messenger. It's just the way it came okay. out. I'm just so, saying. No, I have no agenda. I just, I love these old stories. But, but yeah, great. man, it's, it's, I know. And, and there's so many more, right? There's uh, Black Peter from the Netherlands. And that one's going away, by the way. Go into that. That's a strong that name going, these days. Yeah. What Black is that? Why is, it going, why is it going? Yeah. That is a strong I mean, name. That's why it's going away. <laughs> no, no. Hashtag <laughs> Black Peter. Yeah. Careful with that one. That one away with uh, Tom Sawyer. Yeah. That's I, a Pornhub channel. I promise you don't want to hashtag Black Peter. Uh, right. You know, or, this or one. Search it. Yeah. Well, I don't have a lot of people following me on social, so no one's going to see it. Who cares? <laughs> Fuck it. I'll put it out there. Allow me to explain, I guess. So, uh, Back in the mid-1800s, Santa Claus uh, finds this more child slave. He's a, a black kid and takes him, rescues him from slavery, and then enslaves him to Santa. You oh, work yeah. for me. Right. So Black Peter goes around. Where the and, elf came from. And, wow. well, right. And so he's going around with Santa, but he deals with the naughty kids. Sometimes it's just like yelling at them. Sometimes it's hitting them. In the most extreme cases, Black Peter was known to literally kill the bad children. Here's the thing. 
in much more modern times in the Netherlands, St. Nicholas is always depicted with Black Peter. Black Peter is always a white person dressed in blackface. What the fuck? This Come is perfect. On. So what happens is that now, I mean, like literally they're, they're having protests, like, cause it's racist by any, like any metric no, it's racist. Not at all. <laughs> Why can't you just be Peter? Well, that's the thing. And so, so now like, like they're, they're doing away with black. it. It's well, that was the story. It was a slave. He was an enslaved kid. Yeah. Right. And, and so, so that, in that case, that was the actual story, which kind of had good beginnings. Like right. this kid who was a slave, Right. And gave him a job, but it was the depiction of it. And then kind of vilifying the black kid too. Right. right. But you know what? It, it, I just read about this. It was some months ago because they, they brought it up in the, the parliament in the Netherlands or something like that. And the whole like, you know, right wing faction is like, no, we got to keep black Peter. It's a tradition. It's, it's kind of like the similar divides in this country. Yep. Oh God. Whether yeah. it's, a, it's a sports team name or something like that. Do we take like down Columbus or do we keep Columbus up? What are right. we fucking doing? The exact thing is that, Isaiah. It's kind of yep. like, you know, this is history, but at the same time, it's history that's kind of been proven to be, you know, offensive to a certain part of the culture. Well, that's the thing, Mike, it's not history <laughs> in the <laughs> Netherlands, right? Like like the, the Civil War is history. Black right, Peter's yeah. a legend. It's a story. It's right. a legend. It's a tradition. And so, uh, so yeah, I agree. But but yeah, it's racist. And so to, to celebrate it year after year, it's it's the times have changed and it's not it's just you know it's so not you're working. saying i shouldn't put on blackface and say i'm black peter for christmas recommend it you know well, you, know you a, do you a common thing in marblehead but you shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't do it i wouldn't there was it. a black joe here in marblehead totally different story for another show hmm? well you know what that's you, you know can equate the whole aunt jemima and oh um, boy who's the rice guy Uncle, Uncle, ben. Uncle Ben's rice, you know, so that's it's kind of like that, I guess you could say. It's like at that time it was not accepted, but it was it was Done. something that was prevalent. In I always time. thought it was like and like somebody's aunt that was her syrup company, and right, like, she did all that work to get on the shelves in the grocery stores, and now you're taking her off the right. <laughs> I think it's racist that you took her down, you bigot. Leave her up. She worked hard for that space. Well, it's it, so it, it's a similar thing. I just think that yeah, it the you got to really consider. It's like, a, and I'm not I'm not saying this isn't a pun, but it's not a, like a black and white story. You know, there's no. it's not completely not completely right because the origins are there's a gray the, area. You know, it just it's yep. just turned into something that's that's I guess gotten away. Wow, from. and we just so, went okay. down the race road hard right. on the Leonard show. Leonard Skinnerd, right? Leonard right. Skinnerd. Yeah. They used to fly the Stars and Bars flag at their concerts. Mm -hmm. But somewhere along the way, the Confederate flag came to mean racism. And, and somewhere along the way, it was not that long ago. Like we're talking in the last decade. June? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, well, right? I, uh, in reality, Jeff, you could say it's always meant that. It's just it sure. hasn't been, it hasn't really been Prevalent. brought to the right. So what happened was Leonard Skinner, and they did this long ago. They did this years and years ago, long before all the debate. They switched to the American flag. And they said, look, we're an American band that we stand under this flag. And, and they just sort of quietly did it. And it's one of those things that only when all the huff about, you know, the, the Confederate flag and stuff like that started coming up, they yeah. went back to Leonard Skinner and, and they said, oh, Jesus, we stopped that years ago. 
Well, like why, why alienate someone? Right. Like, so, right. So, and, and I, I, I'm a big believer in that. And it's not about being PC. I'm like, I'm of the opinion that parties are better when everyone's invited, including the goat. Mm. Yeah. Even if, you know what? I don't think Leonard there. Skinner can call themselves an American band because I thought that was Grand Funk Railroad. No, that's true, Josh. That's yeah. a good fact. Yeah, Thank my you. fault. That was I'm not the awful. music guy. You guys right. are awful. Wow. That Josh was awful. A classic rock uh, fact check. That he is, had to Google that. Yeah. No, his aunt D is. He was raised by his aunt D. No, that was my mom. I've seen Mark Bonner three times. Sandy. <laughs> ah, yes, sir. Oh. Well, Jeff, this has been awesome. Uh, where you're can, awesome, man. Thank you for coming back on. Like, you know, further. Uh, you know. Just get some more, like you have your podcast, New England yeah. Legends podcast, right? And what, where else can they go? So uh, we actually have a creepy Christmas special on Amazon Prime. It's called uh, nice. New England Legends Creepy Christmas. Some of this stuff is covered. And, uh, and I also, I've got, uh, I don't know when your podcast comes out, but uh, around December, I tend to do these programs, usually at libraries and stuff in front of live audiences. This year, it's been all Zoom uh, I still have a couple. I have a couple left this week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know if, when you're coming out, but um, might be too late. But um, we should drop. We'll drop this on Thursday usually. Yes. Perfect. Then that, then Thursday. then you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally good. But no. But I. But I, I do your own research, right? Like go go yeah. dive in and watch these movies and watch Scrooge and watch like all this stuff. Like it's coming back. And and the Krampus movie, by the way, the 2015 Krampus movie. Like I loved it. I, I loved that movie because I feel like they nailed the character. I mean, sure, it was cheesy and is like a, a horror movie. It had its moments. But like overall, that was the spirit of Krampus. He was there right. to say, scare you, but to there, there to save you from yourselves. That's awesome. I'm all in with Krampus 2021. Right. Yeah. And before we go, I do have a question. Do you know yeah. if like the character Santa Claus or St. Nicholas has like um, like a home country? Like, is he like specifically from like Germany or like Holland? Turkey? Turkey. 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 He was oh, okay. born in Turkey. He was born. It was called the land of Myra back then. Nicholas was a Nicholas of Myra. Dark skinned, by the way, too. Like that's what his skin would have oh, been. And then we made him from Los Angeles too, yeah. just like Jesus. I mean, not a chance. He was Lily White uh, from where he was from. So they're both Los Angeles <laughs> Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I remember hearing, I, I forget where I heard it. I don't know if you heard this too, that um, the name Santa Claus came from St. Nicholas and that like kids in like the, the Netherlands were asking kids from other countries like hey where'd you get all these toys and their accent was saying saint nicholas but they were saying saint nicholas so close it, it was like santa claus yeah so the dutch it was sinterklaas and sinterklaas they oh. came to america and sinterklaas became americanized to santa claus like belanger right, right. and we're back. how do we get to Bel <laughs> it all goes back to jeff belanger belanger uh, yes. jeff belanger 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 the great fourth line winger he came. Oh my God. <laughs> Played for the Canucks. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, Jeff, thanks a lot, man. We Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Good to see you. Out of us for Christmas. And, and uh, we hope you have a good Christmas and you live through the winter. Yes. Yes. You too. Hope you all survive. And if you need shelter, Mike, uh, I got a garage. It's all yours. That's awesome. Cause I might, we got a guy that makes garage doors. Chris at garage doors plus right. perfect. Yeah. That's right. perfect. Yeah. All ties in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Thank you guys. Jeff. That's great. That was good. <clears throat> That's definitely better than uh, better than Halloween. Halloween.